The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Bardine Bears fans, appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with your boy yet again for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Live. On today's episode, we are going to be breaking down Mike Martz running his mouth yet again. Why do you keep talking about this team, Mike? Uh, His estimation of what the Bears did on Sunday and how that actually is just factually incorrect. And then going to get into... Got to start talking about Bears Packers week, right? There's a ton of excitement, a ton of buzz anytime the Bears and the Packers play. So we're going to be breaking that down as well. Just a little pre preliminary stuff. Nothing crazy. Not getting too in depth. Then a little Q&A to finish it all off, man. Appreciate you guys tuning in and rocking with us. Let me get them Bear Dons in the chat. Let's go. Now, if you are new to the channel, please like the video. Please subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel to talk Chicago sports, how Chicago talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us. Also, support for the Windy City Breeze is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. They are the champions of the world. Manscaped offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. So join over 4 million men worldwide who trusts manscaped with the with this exclusive offer for you 20 percent and free worldwide shipping with the promo code breeze that's b-r-e-e-z-e at manscaped.com so let's jump into this man Appreciate you guys for tuning in with your boy. As always, man, drop them bird dons in the chat. The chat is in here live and in action. We got Bach in here with the bird dons early. Uh, 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 we got Ryan in here with the bird don. Hold on. What's going on with my chat? There we go. There we go. There go the chat. Uh, we got Ryan in here with the bird don. We got a uh, Skos in here with the bird don. Cache in alive with the bird don. Shout out to Cache out here, man. Uh, Dylan in here with the bird don. Bojogles, Bajogles, Jules, I don't know how to say your name, bro. In here with the Bear Don. Dan Payton with the Bear Don. I'll write it in with the Bear Don. Shout out to y'all for tuning in and showing love, man. Um, here's the thing. We're going to start this thing off, right? And I want to save a good chunk of time at the end for Q&A, chopping it up back and forth with you guys, right? But we got to start off with the story of the day. We've got to start off 
with the man, the myth, the legend, the one guy who seems to always, 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 <laughs> at least this season, find a way to stick his nose in Chicago Bears business. And let me tell you something about this bitter old man. Let me tell you something about this guy who clearly is not watching Bears games. I could almost deal with it if you were at a minimum at least watching the Bears game. But based on the fact that in a three and a half minute clip that you talk about Justin Fields and you talk about Trey Lance, you gave no actual breakdown on what they did poorly or what they did well. I know you're not watching games here, Mike Martz. You can't fool me, Mikey. Where's Jake Cutler when you need him? Because that's how I feel about this whole situation at this point, right? Like, bruh, it's clear that he's old and senile. It's clear that he's he's to a point now where he he had the game has passed him by. He doesn't actually know what's going on, right? Baki dropping this one in here. If you got the super chat in this mug, or if you are a Breeze super fan, go ahead and drop the get him out of here's in here, man. Because here's the thing at the end of the day. Am I going to come on here and tell you that Justin Fields came out and played a great game? No, that would be stupid. Justin Fields, as, as you guys, if you guys saw the interview that I did with Yurko today. If you watch Justin Fields in the first half and you think that Justin Fields did something well in that first half, you're mistaken. There was a lot of bad to go around in that first half for Justin Fields. I got dog fur on my hair, on my glasses. <laughs> there was a lot of bad to go around in that first half for Justin Fields, right? But there's no football analysis coming from Mike Marsh. You know what I can say? If I look at Justin Fields in that first half, I can say, listen, I think that you made a, a few poor reads in the first half. Your coaching staff didn't fully believe that the elements were working in your favor, so they wanted to go away from passing the ball. That means that they're running it into an eight-man front. That means that they're going to continue to run it into an eight-man front because they don't believe that you're going to do enough to make the passes that you need in this level of weather. Not that they don't believe in Justin Fields, but they don't believe that in this kind of weather, in this monsoon, you're going to make this pass accurately and you're going to be able to assess what's going on. Fine, right? That's a that's a poor judgment assessment of Justin Fields. And that's just off the top of the dome. What did Mike Mars do? Well, what I saw from him, he he didn't really have a good game and he he looked like the Bears had nothing and the Bears had nothing because he looked like nothing and he was bad. So the Bears was bad and that was a bad game. And so the Bears have no hope. What do you mean we had no hope? There was hope in the game. We let a comeback. A 19 to nothing comeback at that. <laughs> what do you mean there was no hope? It's one of those things, dog, where legitimately, right, like, it's like, dog, if we're going to continue to allow Mike Mars, by the way, Mark's trying to do what I'm doing, right? Mark's isn't on a radio station. Mark's isn't out here on, uh, 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 you know, breaking it down for NFL Network. Mark's isn't out here breaking it down for Fox Sports 1. What's Mark's doing? 170 years old, trying to get in a YouTube game. Hey, Mark's, it ain't for everybody, baby. You can't just sit in front of a mic and say things that come out and make sense. I don't care how many years in the NFL you have. It takes talent to do this. 
It takes talent to do this. I'm not saying that I'm the greatest thing to ever jump on YouTube or ever to jump in front of a mic. I'm never going to say that. But I'm pretty dang good. You know what Mike Martz isn't? He isn't making real assessments. He isn't making real breakdowns. You know why? Because it's hard to make a real breakdown on a game you didn't watch. That's what it is at the end of the day. And you can 110% tell he didn't watch the game. You know what game he did watch? He watched Joe Burrow and the Bengals. You know how I know he watched that game? Because his assessment on Mitch, his assessment on the Bengals, his assessment on how Joe Burrow played, his assessment on Joe Burrow's offensive line went in depth. So, yeah, I can clearly see that, hey, you were paying attention on this. I can clearly see that. And I'm not saying that Mike Martz is an idiot. Like he he he, play, he coached 11 years or 12 years is it in the NFL, right? I'm not saying that Mike Martz knows nothing about football. I'm, I've never called him an idiot. Maybe I did today. I don't know. I've never. But but I, I don't think view him as an idiot. What I view him is as another one of these national nerds that aren't paying attention to what's actually happening in the game. And you know what? How many times have we seen that, Bears fans? How many times have we seen that? All offseason. Speaking of which, speaking of which, shout out to uh, shout out to Don Burr in the chat. Shout out to Don Burr in the chat. Hey, Don, how's how's Owen One feel? How's, how's Owen One feel, Don? How's Owen One feel, Don? <laughs> how's that Owen One in Detroit feel? You know what? I will say this. It should feel pretty good. It should feel pretty good. And here's my other thing, right? I have a tough time taking... NFL breakdown from a dude whose breakdown kind of looks like this, right? From a dude whose breakdown kind of looks like this, right? And this is not stats. This is ranking. You see how at the beginning when he had Hall of Famers on his team, how those ranking looked? You, you see you see the, the the thing there, right? Like how those rankings looked when he had Hall of Famers on his team. What was it? He was he was first in points, had a down year 10, back to first in points, right? Yeah. And then 25th. And then found his way back to third. And then 25th, 21st, 27th, 24th, 23rd, 10th, 16th. What was he in yards? Oh, yards. First, first, first. Boom. Beautiful offense. Loving it. 11th, 12th, 8th, 22nd, 24th, 29th, 23rd, 22nd, 26th. And this is what it comes down to. At the end of the day, just like in the NFL, you were figured out and they passed you by. And here you are trying to jump into the media-driven world and guess what? The media has passed you by. First off, he looked like he was in a ransom video. He looked like he was begging for help. And somebody was like, break down this football like your life depends on it. Because it does. And he was like, I, I think Justin Fields didn't do a good job. And Trey Lance couldn't throw the ball. And I've hated Trey Lance ever since he came onto the scene. And please, somebody help they do not feed me here. Like, that's how he looked.
Like, at least give me some actual breakdown on the team. At least give me some actual breakdown on the team. At least tell me that you looked at the game. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it comes down to to me. That's what it comes down to to me, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in and rocking with us, man. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago Bears daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Bears, how Bears talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us as well. This will be up on the podcast side also. So make sure that you guys tune in on that. Um, Hey, we got a lot of stuff coming up for you guys, man. This Sunday, in fact, we got some stuff coming up for you guys. If you want to pull up with your boy, if you want to watch this Bears game with your boy, make sure that you tune in up at the crazy place. We are going to be live in person up at the crazy place, Bears versus Packers live event. Going to get cracking off at about 7 p.m. It's going to be up at 208 North Genesee in Waukegan, Illinois. So make sure that y'all tune in and rock with us there. We appreciate all the support and love that we get on the show. We appreciate and we want to meet you guys in person, man. I love meeting the fans in person. We're trying to plan out a couple of trips where we go. Uh, uh, we want to get one to Dallas, although now with Dak out, that may be a lame trip. Uh, but we want to get one to Dallas and we want to get one to Atlanta this year. Those are the two cities that we're trying to get to. So hopefully we'll be able to do that and get down there and meet you guys. But if you guys want to come out and enjoy some time with us, pull up with us this Sunday at 7 p.m. Appreciate y'all, man. It's going to be such a fun time. We're going to have food. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have Bears football, live music, girls, guys, dancing, whatever's your fancy, whatever y'all want to get into, man. It's going to be a great time. At the end of the day, right? No matter what your breakdown or assessment on the game was, the Bears finished this thing out 1-0. And they're heading into a game here in week two. That is not going to be a cakewalk. And I'm not going to lie to you. I do have this down as a loss. Let me see if I got, if I got my, my win-loss prediction. Because I got the Bears finishing 9-8, right? And I talked about this with Yerk today. I, I don't have the Bears dominating... Uh, um dominating the ball game, right? I don't have the Bears dominating at left and right at every turn, every team that comes in there. I think that they will be in a couple of dogfights this year with teams that we might look at and say, hey, I don't expect you to get a win here. But at the end of the day, right, I just don't believe that we're there yet. I think that we're moving in the right direction. I think that we're moving in the right direction quickly, but I don't think that we're where we want to be just yet. And so I do think that this coming Sunday will be on the losing end of a hard-fought game. Now, I pray to God that I'm wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that it's not the way that this goes here. It is here, yeah. I hope that that's not the way that this ends up for us. But at the end of the day, you have to find a way to overcome and take advantage of the things that the Packers are currently struggling at. What do I mean by that? There are two things happening right now with the Green Bay Packers. There are similar adjustments to what we're going through, but not to the extent, right? Because they lost their OC and they lost their quarterback's coach, who probably would have been in line for the OC job, who is here. And so... You have to ask yourself the question, right? 
How do the Bears take advantage of the things that the Packers are struggling at? What are the things that the Bears can take advantage of that the Packers are struggling a little bit at early on? And I think, listen, I don't think that there's a vast, it's going to go 17 games kind of issue. But I think there's some things that we didn't play together in preseason that the Bears can take advantage of. I think there's some injuries, key injuries to the Green Bay Packers right now that the Bears can take advantage of. The first thing that I see that I think the Bears can take advantage of is the fact that Bakhtiari, still a lot of question marks on whether he's going to be there. Don't know if that starting offensive line is going to be in there. They're missing a couple of pieces. Got an interview coming out with Peter Bukowski. Um from Locked On Packers, where he was talking about kind of some of the interior issues that they have. And, you know, when you look at things like that, you start to see ways where, okay, if the Bears can just get pressure in the backfield, if the Bears can bring pressure anywhere near or even just similar to what the Vikings brought, right? Because there was a lot of moments where, yeah, Aaron Rodgers getting out of there, getting out to the left, getting out to the right, still making plays, still making passes, right? And I think the question mark is going to come downfield, but he always had that safety net of Devontae Adams to rely on, right? You're able to roll out. Yeah, I'm in a tough position where I have to make a tough throw, but you know who I'm throwing the ball to? Devontae. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is a dog. So if you're making that throw to Devontae Adams, right, Devontae Adams is able to bring that pass in. He might even be able to go a little bit further. He's extending plays. He's helping Aaron Rodgers be better. I saw those same things on display. Aaron Rodgers moving it, using his feet, getting out of the pocket when that pressure came. Being able to evade that pressure, but it's still being around him. Him trying to make a pass down the field, but it's a big difference when there's no Devontae Adams there. You saw Christian Watson come away with a couple of them. Uh, really, just one, because they didn't go back to him. Um, you saw, uh, uh, um, I can't even think of the other dude's name, bro. I ain't, I'm not going to lie to you, right? Like, Lazard's not there. What's the other rookie's name? The other rookie they got up there. You saw him come away with a couple of them, right? And I think at the end of the day, if you don't have that safety net and you can get pressure on Aaron Rodgers, that's where the Bears kind of start to open things up for him. That's where the Bears find themselves in more of a dogfight situation. To me, that's where the Bears find themselves in more of a, okay, hey, guess what? We're, we're not completely out of this game. Very similar to what we saw in Green Bay. Or I'm sorry, in uh, Chicago where you're going up against San Francisco. Keeping yourself close in a game. I don't think anybody would come on here and say that the Bears are a more talented team than the 49ers. But the Bears did enough to keep that game close. Romeo Dobbs. That's it. uh, That's it, Bucking. The Bears did enough to keep that game close. And that's all I'm asking from. Make sure that you keep the game close. And allow... Justin Fields to possibly make some magic with his feet. Guess what he was able to do? He was able to go out there and make some magic with his feet. Right? He was able to go out there, extend plays with his feet, get out on the side, make a pass, boom, we got it. That turns into a touchdown.
that's how you keep yourself in these ball games and give yourself a chance. And so I think that pressure inside, we're going to need to see a lot from Justin Jones. Justin Jones had a pretty good game, game one. I, I thought he played really well. Going to have to keep seeing a lot from him. Need to see Robert Quinn a little bit more. Saw Robert Quinn getting the pressure back there, but not able to bring anybody down. Uh, Roquan got credited with a half a sack on that. He like you you heard him in the postgame show, right? He likes being able to chase these quarterbacks a little bit more. So he's, I think you're going to see Roquan not playing back as much. That could create something for uh, 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 another issue for Aaron Rodgers there. And then, listen, Dominique Robinson, can you find something else that's going to tip you off to get you in the backfield? Maybe don't tell him this time. <laughs> Maybe maybe just don't let the rest of the world know this time. You know what I mean? Maybe just don't, you know, hey, listen, uh, I figured out that Aaron Rodgers, every time two elbow hits, then he drops back. I know he's passing the ball there. Eh, maybe we don't, maybe we don't do that this time. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Broski Bear in the chat, what's going on? At the end of the day, and I've, I've made this prediction early on, right? And here's my, here's how I have this, uh, this uh, season working out for us here. Got the Bears nine and eight. Got a loss week two to the Packers. And then I got us getting two dubs. Right now, I still have the Bears, right? I made my early predictions. I still have the Bears, even with how the Packers played, getting a loss in here. I don't think it's an end-of-the-world loss. I think we're talking about 27 to 20, somewhere in there, right? Um, I think they are a 10-point dog right now uh, on a lot of boards. So I think that that's something, right, where you have to look at it and say, okay, 10 points down. I don't see the Bears getting beat by more than 10 points, honestly. But I do see this being just as a game where you look at it and you go, okay, guess what? We may have more talent than we think. But do we have more talent than what the Green Bay Packers have right now? Do we have more talent than what the Green Bay Packers are putting on the field right now? And here's the, here's the one thing that I will say. When you look at this team, this Packers team, you see a little bit of the, hey, no Nathaniel Hackett, no Luke Getze, bringing in new guys, bringing in same system, but different play caller, different method methodology throughout the week. There's an opportunity for the Bears to sneak one here. There's an opportunity for the Bears to sneak one here. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen. I'm not saying that I think that's what's going to happen, but there's an opportunity early on in the season. Now, later in the season, when the Packers are rolling right, could be a completely different situation. But early on in the season, there's an opportunity for the Bears to snag one here. And the one thing that I think the Bears are really going to have to improve upon, if they're going to steal a game in Green Bay, the one thing that I'm looking at, you have to stop the run. Eliza Mitchell ends up going down, ends up, I believe he tears his ACL, right? And, and so he's going to miss uh, pretty much the season for the 49ers. And that's a big blow to that 49ers team. But you have to find a way to stop the run. And that was something that the Bears were not able to do in that first half of football while Mitchell was out there. I think right now the receivers and Rodgers just don't have the rapport that they need to get the job done. 
I think right now the receivers and Rodgers don't have the rapport to get the job done. Not to say that it doesn't end in a win for them, but like versus these top teams, these top tier teams, there's not that, okay, it's it's a well-oiled machine and I'm going to be able to just go out here and play ball. And I think that's kind of what they thought. And it's how Aaron Rodgers always plays it, right? Like, we know how Aaron Rodgers is. He's not playing in the preseason. He's not going out there and and slinging it to these guys yet. He's going to let Jordan Love get all his reps because he knows that Jordan Love is going to need the reps more than anybody. So let him get the reps in. But, you know, when, when to me, the advantage there means in this game, they're going to come back and be a lot more run heavy in game two of this. Because they do have two phenomenal running backs on this team in A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones that you look at and say, yeah, that's going to be tough to stop. By the way, they're both pass-catching backs. So to me, the biggest thing that the Bears have to figure out going into this game is how to slow down the run. If you can make the Packers, and I know it sounds crazy, but one-dimensional to where Aaron Rodgers has to throw to these new receivers more than he wants to, that's where you find your way into, okay, we're keeping this game close. Maybe we can sneak one out. Now, at the end of the day, still Aaron Rodgers. And I don't expect the Bears to do enough to stop him. I just don't, right? I think that they'll make things harder for him. But Aaron Rodgers is the one quarterback that you look at and you say, hey, we're going to blitz him. He still gets the ball off. Hey, we're going to drop everybody back in coverage. He still gets the ball off. The thing is now, can you make his life difficult enough by taking away that running game to where, okay, guess what? I, I don't have a choice. I have to throw the ball here. I have to get these the ball to these receivers who really didn't show me much in week one, who really didn't show me that they're going to be able to come out and, and do what we need them to do. I think that's where you look at the most to me and say, okay, maybe there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. That's the one way to me the Bears have a chance. Other other side of the ball, right? I think we will see more of a of a offensive passing game from Justin Fields. I think we will see more of the Bears moving the ball through the air than we saw in that first game. It is still going to be raining. Um, at least it's it's slated to be. I think a seven thirty kickoff. It's going to be raining. <laughs> So it, it's still slated to be raining. Um, so maybe they still throw the ball a little bit less. But to me, that's okay, right? Like Yerk was breaking down where he said he doesn't like that they were running to an eight-man front. But because of the weather conditions, he understood. I think here, right, unless you're getting torrential downpours, you're not going to see the field be the way it was in Chicago because they've got like piping and ventilation and stuff like that um that allows the water to to go through so that the bears don't have that issue or so that the packers don't have that issue um so i think that he'll be he'll be able to pass it a little bit more right because he said in that first half we heard justin talking where he, he basically was like it didn't matter if i had the gloves on or not like the ball was just soaking wet because there was a pool of water underneath so i i think that to me 
The one thing that the Bears are going to be able to do a little bit more, not much, is you're going to see them move the ball through the air. I think that is an advantage, right? Their DBs look a little bit lost right now as well early on in this thing. And here's the one thing you got to look at, right? The Chicago Bears did are, are planning on doing one thing really well, and if they're able to do that thing really well, also I don't see Montgomery getting another uh, one yard, uh, 1.5 yards per carry. The Packers gave up 126 rushing yards in that first week now a lot of that right towards the end of the game because it had already gotten beaten down and and it was just consistent like okay they're running they're running they're running they had that last drive by the end of it where they were able to really run the ball on them but at the end of the day bro like that's what the bears are gonna do it's going to be a grounded pound kind of game, a little bit of play action, a little bit of RPO, but mostly that grounded pound kind of game. And I think that 110%, if you continue to put the pressure on them to run the ball, it's going to open things up for your passing game to where, listen, again, keeping it close, but those DBs, a little bit iffy. Can Justin get a deep shot in there? Can you get something into the hands of Equinamius? Can you get something into the hands of Darnell Mooney? Can you get something into the hands of Pringle? And I'll tell you what, boy, did y'all see that route that, uh, that Justin Jefferson put the, put them boys on? Woo! On Jair Alexander? Boy, let me tell you this right now. At, at the end of the day, you weren't there. <laughs> And Justin and Darnell Mooney is a really good route runner. So I hope you stay with him all day, my boy. But I, I think that right at the end, this is this is a season where it's going to be a lot of these grinded out, fight it out games. You're going to need to see this defense step up. This defense is definitely ahead of the offense. And if the Bears are going to sneak out a win, you're going to need to see this defense step up, getting pressure on Rodgers, getting into the backfield, bringing him down. That's what it comes down to forcing him to throw the ball to these wide receivers. If you allow them to run the ball well, you will have a long day. And it's going to be really weird to see kind of like the same system going back and forth. <laughs> because literally, I'm telling y'all, if y'all don't see, y'all haven't watched Bears football enough. If when you see that, like the offensive line push everybody and they, they're shifting right and they get a good push to the right and then the quarterback's rolling out left and he's just got all the time in the world to be like, oh, yep, right there, you, yep, uh. Boom. If y'all don't see that when Justin does that, if it doesn't just Aaron Rodgers, make your Aaron Rodgers sense tingle a little bit, you ain't been watching Bears football because that's exactly what that is. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> and it sucks. <laughs> it's like, I love it, right? I love it because it's our team and we're the ones making the play now, but it sucks. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, hit that like button if you guys are in here. Subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Chicago sports, how Chicago talks. So make sure that you get in tune with us, man. Broski Bear with the super chat in says Bears will give up yards. However, if they can if they can force a couple turnovers, they might have a chance. Dominique Robinson goes collar collarbone snappy on Karen. What does that mean, dog? He goes collarbone snappy on Karen. <laughs> let's not let's not wish death on Rogers like uh, McClellan again, right? Let's not let's not go there, my boy. But um, you know what? Here here's the thing, right? Trey Lance bad situation was able to get caught a couple of times in regular weather. That might be a completely different situation. But D Dominique Robinson really was able to pick up on something. 
He picked up on, okay, every time he does the two taps of the foot, I know that they're passing the ball. I can beat them to the spot. I can go around them. I can get back to the quarterback for some pressure. You're not going to have that week in and week out. I wouldn't expect to see the same thing from Dominique Robinson this week. I just wouldn't, right? Like, you're going to have that some weeks, some weeks you're not. If you continue to see it, guess what? You got to steal in the fifth round. And maybe he does pick up on something else that they do, right? Wide receiver's shoulder twitches or Aaron Rodgers like shakes his thumb a little bit every time he goes to pass. I don't know. But at the end of the day, it's it's about how this team as a collective can get there. Can Robert Quinn get home? Can And, and you know what? The Bears attack the interior of that 49ers uh, 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 offensive line really well during the game and guess what the Packers interior offensive line has shown some serious issues here and at, at a minimum right in week one a little bit of the preseason just due to the injuries that they have already that opens things up and that's where you're able to get into the backfield that's where you're able to slow that run down right stop get a stop on Aaron Jones is going to be pretty big those are the things you're looking for those are the things you're looking for the little things that are going to go to make big plays now like Broski Bear said with the super chat you want to see this Bears team go out there and be able to force turnovers but I think at the end of the day right like if you're going out there and you're making you you can't gamble nearly as much as you can with Trey Lance you just can't it's not Trey Lance you're going up against. So I don't want to see the Bears gamble nearly as much as they did in that game unless it all of a sudden it turns into another slot fest like this and you're just playing backyard football. But the one thing that I will say is that, that excites me is that Ryan Poles has brought in guys that, that complement the guys that were already here. Jaquan Brisker is a really good complement to Eddie Jackson. And so if you're going to have somebody gamble, Pick your spots, pick your plays, understand when you can do it and make that move. But I don't want to see it like overly done, right? Because that's how you open up big plays. That's how you miss big shots. And you know what? I, I, I you, you want to see them more. So for me, right, I think the biggest thing the Bears can do isn't try to get at Rodgers, but focus on the pass breakups and see if you can fumble, if you can force those fumbles. See if you can force those fumbles, right? Because you got a couple of young wide receivers on this team, may not have the ball in the right place, may not have the ball placement as well, right? You got a couple of receivers on this team that are, mm, we can live with it, right? Those, I think that's where you're attacking them. I think that's where you're attacking them. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, it's all about keeping this game close and seeing if you can shake a little bit more magic out of that Justin Fields salt and pepper shaker. That's what it comes down to for me, right? I love the fact that it's Bears-Packers week, man. Hey, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love, man. I want to get into question and answers with y'all, man. So start typing up some questions that you guys want to throw at me. But before we do that, I got to tell you guys about Manscaped, man. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I am blown blown away by the performance the craftsmanship and the details on the 4.0 are next level the 4.0 has so many different features because this upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on off switch that can engage a travel lock it also gives you the ability to turn on the 4000k led spotlight on and off when you need that more precise shave yeah i'm talking about fellas lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard length 
lengths with sizes one through four. So, hey, you want to go taper fade? You got to go with the taper fade. You want to go ball fade? You go with the ball fade. You know what I'm talking about, fellas. Here's the thing. Uh, if you've been shaving with the same trimmer on your face that you've been using below the waist, hey, you're using it wrong, right? Nobody wants to end up with pubes in their mouth. It's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. So here's the thing. You get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code Breeze at Manscaped.com. You get 20% off plus shipping with the promo code Breeze with uh, uh, at manscaped.com once again 20% off plus free worldwide shipping using the promo code breeze your balls will thank you hey man appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with your boy as always hit that like button subscribe to the page we do talk chicago sports daily on this channel it's the only channel talk chicago sports how chicago talks to so make sure that you get in tune with us man let's go to some of you guys questions in the chat because I already know, right? Like, hey, here comes here comes the overlove or the overhate of the Bears from Bears fans and or Don Burr. Don, what's going on? Hey, Don, we still doing that live when uh, we, you gonna jump on a live with us when uh, when the Bears play the Packers? Let us know, man. That'll be fun to do. Um, just to just to get you in here and and, and watch you feel really upset as we beat y'all. Um, let's see here. Let's go out to Ahmad Cole says, do you think the Bears can score points in the game against the Packers? Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm not worried about the Bears being able to put up points versus the Packers. I think that uh, that that's going to be something easy um, just based on the simplicity of their game. They're not going in there trying to throw the deep ball. They're not going in there trying to attack overhead all night long. They want to run the ball. They want to run the ball, and guess what? The Packers gave up 126 yards in week one. I think that that's, that speaks to our advantage, right? And so I think we'll see uh, a similar game uh, uh, um, that we saw in – I don't want to say that either. Well, that we saw for the Bears in week one, right? Like a, a real ground grinded-out kind of game. Um, Broski Bear with the comment says, is Lucas Patrick starting at center this week? I don't believe so, right? Because I believe that that cast is on his snapping hand. So that's why you've seen him more at guard. I will say this, though. And, and Yurko kind of backed me up on this. Um, when he said... I, he doesn't like the swapping in of Lucas Patrick and Tevin Jenkins. He, I, I understand, and I, I agree with him on that, right? Like, I understand that you're trying to get... Lucas Patrick some reps because he didn't get any time in there in the preseason. He didn't get any time in there, but he's not getting reps at the position that you want him to get reps at. They want him to be the starting center. Sam Mustafer has just kind of stepped his game up, but they paid him to come in here and be the starting center. So for me, right, like I, I don't get why you're swapping it in and out. At the end of the day, if you want to swap, it, it, you wait till Lucas Patrick gets healthy, and then if you want to swap him in for Mustafer, you swap him in for Mustafer. It's not like this offensive line looked like a world beater line in week one it looks pretty mediocre and that's in front of a guy that's able to really get out there and use his legs so for me yeah no I, I'm not um I'm not losing sleep over it but I don't like the move of swapping Lucas Patrick in and out um shadow master MC says will it be a mistake not putting Thomas Graham on the 53-man roster should it have been Vildor listen I 
I like Thomas Graham. I think Thomas Graham is going to be a decent player in this NFL. I think that he's going to be somebody that sticks around um, as long as he's able to stay healthy, right? Losing Thomas Graham is not the end-all, be-all. It's not like he was going to turn into Darrell Revis here in Chicago. Do, would I have loved for him to be here? Yeah, because I, I, I let's be real. We like the story of how he got picked. Uh, we like the story of him getting drafted. We like the grind it out, fight it out, fight your way onto the team, and then finally show that you're a better player than the guys that we're starting ahead of you we love the story right but at the end of the day you want Kyler Gordon to be your number one you want Jalen or your Kyler Gordon to be your two at least now right you want Jalen Johnson to be your one you want to be able to go out there and find guys to, to spot fit in there and Thomas Graham was going to be a backup no matter what happened so at the end of the day it's what I have liked Thomas Graham to be on this team for sure but I I don't I'm not losing sleep over the fact that we lost Thomas Graham. Um, what else we got in here? Um, Don Burr says, at Pat, I will definitely come on. Need my jersey ready. Hey, man, you let me know. Uh, like I said, hit me up on Twitter in the DMs or something like that and let me know uh, 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 when you're going to be or which game you want to come on for and we'll try to get up in here. Um, Shadow Master, good, great interview with you and the good kid, by the way, bro. Appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Um, yo, Pat, is that the new studio? Y'all were in Sunday. No, so we got, I've got two studios now. So we, I got this one. This is at the house, right? This is where I'm going to be doing most of the shows from. But one day a week, we'll be out there. It's usually going to be Monday, but uh, everybody has something going on this Monday. So it just worked out that we got in there Sunday after the game. The new studio, we're going to be inside of uh, Mondays at seven. We'll be live from that one. That's where you're going to see all of the Breeze crew come through, man. So make sure that y'all tune in and rock with us on that. Um, but yeah, that's, we, we're, 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 we, we're trying to grow it out, man. We, we trying to grow it out. Yeah. I mean, we trying to grow it out. We're doing a little bit of something. Um, Robert Diaz. Well, Bears fans finally stopped calling 200 yard passing games. Good this season. No, because here's the thing, right? A 200 yard passing game can be good. If you use it the right way at the end of the day, would I love to see Justin Fields go out there and sling it for 350 yards. Yeah, I would. But if I see Justin Fields go out there and throw two touchdowns, one interception and what do he throw? 187 I'd like to see that above 200 but if I see him do that when he went into the half with three yards three net passing yards guess what at the end of the day I'm gonna say that's a good day because it helped us win the game it's not about how many passing yards get the job done it's about winning the game is he helping you win the game Justin Fields helps you win the game at the end of the day this season as well the Bears don't have weapons that they're just gonna be slinging it to downfield I know in our minds, right, in the offseason, you're like, this guy could be this, this guy could be this, this guy could make this move, and blah, blah, blah. They All those things could happen, right? All, they, all those things could happen. But what's more likely going to happen? Is Byron Pringle going to become our number one wide receiver all of a sudden? Probably not. Maybe Nikhil Harry has an opportunity to at the end of the day. Maybe, maybe, but he's not on the field. So you have to find a way to get the job done with the weapons you have. And guess what? This Bears team is built to be run heavy with a quarterback that's going to put up 200 to 250 passing yards a game. That's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. Um, hey, hey, listen, Bears fans, just, just be excited that we scored three touchdowns. We scored three touchdowns. I don't know if we scored three touchdowns. I think we scored three touchdowns once under Nagy after like year one. You know what I mean, like, ah, like I'm just happy that we're scoring touchdowns. 
Just call me ID. Do you believe the offensive system can be good for the Bears in the long run? I do, right? I personally do. I think this is a system that that speaks to a guy that's able to use his mobility to create space, that's able to use his mobility and turn that into, okay, I got outside. Not only just did I get outside, but I don't have to just take off and run. I can keep my eyes downfield and find me a big target. I think that's what you want to see for Justin Fields at the end of the day. For me, right? Like, I, I feel like this is going to be a good offensive system for Justin Fields to be in. Now the question is, are you going to have the personnel? Is your coach going to call the system the same way that we saw it called in Green Bay? Right? There, there's a lot of questions. Is Justin going to be able to make the plays? There's a lot of questions that come into play with it. But at the end of the day, I, I want to see this system be run because it's a system I know works. Uh, JF1 Bears Forever says, will we pass the ball more? I do think we'll pass the ball more. I think we'll move the ball more downfield. I think the Bears will try to do uh, a lot more with getting the ball in the air, um, depending on how hard it's raining, right? Like, again, when, when people want to see the Bears pass the ball, I, I, they need to pass the ball more. I want to see him doing more stuff with getting Komet outside. I want to see him doing more stuff with getting uh, uh, Mooney involved. I want to see them call a game that speaks to what's happening on the field. Right? What happened all this time when we saw somebody trying to force a square peg into a round hole? What, did we, what, what worked with that? It didn't work. Because you weren't going to what works. You weren't going to what your team did well. So if it's raining hard and you don't feel like Justin Fields is Josh Allen, where he's like throwing bullets every pass that are just going to cut through the rain and it doesn't even land on the football, then you want to run the football more. And I'm okay with that. Corey Polk, what an amazing job Eberflus did with adjustments. He looked like a veteran coach instead of Shanahan. It felt totally different in that perspective. You know what's interesting that I will say? That you saw a lot of the young coaches around the NFL that were getting their first shot at it. And after seeing everyone, I felt really good about Flus. Maybe Brian Dable. Maybe Brian Dable is the one, right? And, and, of course, you feel better in a win. But there was a lot of questionable calls in that game plan for Brian Dable. I think it just worked out that he had a player that really, really is good, and it worked out, right? But I've got a lot of questions on, okay, is Dable going to be able to continue to do that? But shout out to the Giants for getting one to know. But I didn't leave Sunday feeling like, man, we really didn't get the right coach. Did you? I didn't leave Sunday feeling like, man, like we really don't have the guy that's going to lead us to success. I left Sunday feeling like, hey, I've got a guy that can get me here. Here is mediocre. We haven't been here. Here's just media. Can we get here? Can we keep our head above this line here? Or are we going to drown? That's what it comes down to for me. Um, what else we got in here? What else we got in here? I put in this chat that feel, uh, uh, Chicago guard said, I put in this chat that fields was going to make the Niners pay for passing up on him. <laughs> I don't know if he made them pay. I mean, he made he, they lost, right? But, like, I don't know if I'd look at that game and say, yeah, he made them pay. He put 400 on it. You know what I mean? Like, 
They probably like, it's not exact. I, I'll say this, right? They probably saw Justin Fields and said that would have worked in this system because it's more polished right now than Trey Lance is. That's probably what they thought about. Um, Ron, do you think the Bears are going to the Super Bowl? Maybe in four years. Milton says, Mike Martz is a lonely, is lonely old has been with nothing else to do. Kind of. Kind of. Samurai J with the super chat said we finna tee up Sunday. Hey, you already know we about to get lit Sunday, so it's gonna be a fun time. Um, tune up. T- are you pulling up to the live event, Samurai J? Make sure y'all pull up to that live event, man. Um, I'm gonna get up out of here. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us as always, man. Uh, like I said, we've got a lot of content coming you guys' way. We got another interview coming your way this week, so make sure that you tune in that. And again, make sure that you guys are if you guys want to pull up up and rock with us this sunday night make sure that you pull up to the crazy place venue uh bears packers live we're gonna be there enjoying some good time enjoying some good food enjoying some good drinks enjoying bears packers so tune in with us on that that's gonna be sunday the 18th at 7 p.m pull up on us man it's gonna be a lot of fun up in waukegan illinois so it's gonna be a lot of fun there so uh you do have to be i think you have to be 21 or older to get in i will clarify that but i'm pretty sure you have to be 21 or older to get in um because they serve an alcohol and stuff. But as always, man, it's your boy, Path the Designer. Back at it again to continue watching our Chicago Bears content. And please go check out the rest of the content we got on the page. We dropped some good stuff today. Um, click the links on the screen to check the links in the description below. As always, man, it's your boy, Path the Designer. Back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.